0: Welcome to What in the Anime, your weekly anime podcast. Now,
1: here's your host. In three, two, one. Welcome everybody to week 31 of What in the Anime podcast. I'm here with Dustin. We are kind of back from the holidays, even though it's kind of the beginning of all the madness that's about to happen. Um, as I kind of get into what is kind of going on today, um, first thing is sorry we have been a little bit on of a hiatus um we're not meaning to but what the plan going forward is is we're going to try to swap to every other week um around these holidays and with school and family and everything that's coming up um dustin's going to be starting classes for college again and with the lack of like all the news and stuff that we've been getting um we kind of want we don't want it to get to where every week it's just overused and the same stuff. And so to kind of refresh and kind of give it to where like we kind of got in the mindset of when we go every single week, like our episodes do good. Like we do see the numbers, but every time we do every week, it's I almost feel like maybe I don't know. It hurts us in a week in a way. So it's like if we can do every two weeks, then it'll bring more people in and bring them back and it'll just kind of be fun. So Yeah, I also
0: feel like our episodes are getting shorter and shorter because like we used to be like (laughs) we had troubles keeping it under like an hour 15 and now it's like we bust through everything so fast. It's like 30 minutes and we're
1: well, we also (laughs) it seems like lately we've just been going like in almost like a strict schedule of like what we have on our list. It's like we don't even like just really talk like we haven't just like. I don't know, went into the deep holes of different animes, and we kind of just say what we got on our mind, chit-chat a little bit, do do kind of some stuff, and I don't know. I want to kind of have more fun with it and be able to just randomly talk some anime with it, too, so hopefully you guys would like that, but that's kind of like the plan going forward. Um, it'll help us out on these reviews, too, and what we can do is we can start doing shows that have multiple seasons, because it gives us a little bit more time. So, we and we kind of realized that going... Back to back season twos. Um, it was a little it was a little rough, but yeah. not not too bad. It's just is it busy. There's just not a lot of time. So that is kind of our plan going forward. And so hope you guys appreciate it and hope you guys keep coming back. and if you see us every two weeks, then you know make sure you have that downloaded uh, for future episodes or at least followed or whatnot. So, yep, follow us
0: on Twitter and Instagram and stuff so you can keep up on when episodes get released. Also, we are a part of the Geek talk network our other show Movie Night with Zach. Check him out. He talks all things media. It's a lot of fun. We've been talking with him a lot about Pokemon
1: lately. So, <laughs> yeah, we've been playing way too much Pokemon. <laughs> I legit I think I looked like uh, at my hours and I'm at least over 30 hours played in just like the first week. So, I don't want to look. Yeah, it's it's bad. I'll literally sit there and just like literally do raids all day. I'll look for shiny Pokemon all day. So far I've gotten my shiny Gudra. Um, I got my shiny uh Neuvern, and then I ran into a random shiny deerling while well, me and Dustin were just roaming around. Didn't even know I I don't even know how I saw it was a shiny, other than the fact that it had a pink flower compared to the yellow flowers on its head. <laughs> but uh Delson, do you want to tell them about all your shinies that you found? I got Arcanine. honestly i forgot you got i forgot you even got i forgot
0: you got arcanine that was a total accident just running through the wild too like i i've tried shiny hunting and i haven't gotten nothing i've tried probably six seven times i have the worst freaking luck ever but randomly running through a forest there's a flipping shiny grout just sitting with an arcanine so
1: that's crazy oh i also got the iron thorns which if you guys don't know it's (laughs) the new tyranitar which just looks like mecha godzilla which is freaking sweet so, It's pretty it's pretty awesome it's Bye. been kind of cool it's been kind of cool because we've just been doing like random pokemon battles with each other and like the last one we did dustin thought he was kind of goofing around by bringing a full evolution of ev teams but it is very underrated because they are so goddamn fast that they outspeed everything so the only thing that was outspeeding was my dragapult Yep. And so, luckily there at the end, I think I had my the new Tyranitar versus uh, Jolteon, yep. and I was able to just Earthquake you and win, but that it's been pretty fun, so we kind of do challenges for ourselves, and so since we beat the game already, we're just going to go probably do some challenges, do some, you know, catch some things real quick and try to battle each other, and I'm going to continue Shining hunting. This is the part of the game uh... where Dustin usually dips off, but... We'll yeah, s- we'll see. I'm
0: probably gonna make a second account and start doing some like mono challenge runs and stuff.
1: Yeah, because so I, I that's enjoy that style. way more
0: than shiny hunting.
1: Uh, yeah, that's way more your style. I like the raids. I like the fact that they're bringing like literally first couple weeks of the game they bring in like a level 100 Charizard raid. So if you guys are playing that and you think that you're gonna be able to just, you need to beat the game and you need to get some level 100 Pokemon because it is gonna be tough. So it's gonna be fun. We we got yeah. our huge power Azumarills, uh, Fairy type, Water type. Underrated
0: Pokemon. <laughs> oh, it is
1: it is. We're blasting through raids just with that Pokemon. So, anyways, we have more Pokemon talk later in this episode. Um, Dustin, do you want to get into the agenda?
0: Yeah. So we got some news. We got some happy and some sad news, of course, because you know we can't have a news episode without something sad happening. Uh, then we will be dipping into our worst anime places to live draft and i honestly forgot we were going to do this draft so i don't know about tyler but like i know i have zero preparation for it whatsoever <laughs> I, no. I have a i have a little bit so we had a little yeah, bit i just of got time. what's in in my mind here and then uh we're going to wrap it up with one of tyler's i think it's his final his pick of summer anime and that is the review of shadow house yeah, Shadow House. And I say his pick because when Tyler tells you the updated reviews,
1: you'll know why I say his pick. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of all that, so updated reviews, um the next one we have is Classroom of the Elite season two. So we're gonna go through mainly all the spoilers for season one, and then we'll let you know if season two is good or whatnot. We won't try to go too hard into that. So we'll kind of tell you what the show is about and everything like that. That's the one thing I do like about watching season ones and season twos is because we can spoil everything for season one and right. not, not feel bad about it. And these newer shows that are just one season, like engage kiss. Like I, I tried even when I went to bam, which is uh books a million. I tried looking for like I know, understand the manga came out with the show, but I tried looking for anything Engage kiss and I could not find anything. Yeah. And so it's like, damn. So it's kind of cool. But anyways, being able to kind of spoil the, the season one stuff is kind of cool because it gives us more to talk about. And it's a little more world building if you guys haven't actually seen the show. So then after that, we have something that Dustin <laughs> continues that he wants to do. And I don't understand. You correctly. started this. I keep trying to forget about it is he wants to do Dustin and Tyler's tortured reviews. So Dustin's anime that was chosen was the maid I hired recently is mysterious. Mine is, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. So, we don't know what these shows are. And I'm sorry, if this is someone's favorite show, if the, if somebody watched this and really liked it, our first glance is this is something that we're not going to be into. So, if by the end of it, we really like it, that's going to be hilarious. So... I'm hoping like we say it's tortured review, but like deep down, I'm like, you know what? This wasn't too bad. (laughs) I'm kind of hoping that's (laughs) the
0: case, but like all I get is flashbacks to when I lost a bet and you made me watch a centaur's
1: life. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I feel I, I, eh, you know what? I don't really feel that bad for it, but you did watch it. So I don't know how fast you watched it, but besides that, um, In that episode, since it's kind of two possibly lame reviews, we're going to throw in a throwback review um, with uh, You're Lying April. We both have not watched that show. Um, Sometimes I hear it's overrated. Sometimes I hear it's really, really good. So we can kind of judge ourselves on that if you guys want to listen to that. And then after that, we have the last pick of one of Dustin's from one of the previous seasons. Yeah, the spring is Ayoashi. So it's a soccer anime, I believe, right? Yes, and very,
0: very, un, like, it's just such a good soccer anime, honestly.
1: Yeah, it had a lot of episodes. That's why it took so long. So we we want to review it when it's completely done, because we all know first part of season one could be really good. Part two could be really bad, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's it's definitely, I enjoyed it.
1: I'm on episode, like, 18, and it's still good yeah i've i've heard that show's really good i've heard blue lock is like taking kind of the world by storm a little bit i've actually heard really? a lot of people talk about it yeah and i don't listen i don't watch sport animes really so see I, I, that... I wasn't
0: sure about blue lock because ayuashi gave me much more feels of like ha- 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 haiku than I think like... uh blue lock does so i ah. was like I don't know. I'll have to check out Blue Lock because I love I wanna,
1: soccer. I want to say I, I saw a video someone posted uh, about Blue Lock and how like a lot of their characters just look like they're from other animes. Could be a totally different thing, but I want to say it was from Blue Lock. I don't know why, but it was kind of funny. But that is kind of <laughs> I mean, the beginning of what we're talking about. So unless you had anything else to say, we can get rid. Right no, no, I'm good. Let's let's jump right into the news.
0: Time for this week's anime news. All right, so. Our first bit of news is the Shizumi anime film reaches 6.26 billion yen in 17 days. Now, uh, I can't remember what, like, the English title of this movie was off the top of my head now. But this is from that same creator as, like, Your Name and stuff, I believe. Yeah, I don't know why I can't remember right now.
1: But I know I was really, really hyped to watch this
0: movie. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so first 17 days, it has sold, like... Crazy number. It sold like 612,000 tickets on the same two days, ranking number one for the weekend. Yeah, just on Saturday and Sunday. That's crazy. Yeah. So the US equivalent is $45.5 million in the first 17 days, which, I mean, if anyone knows anything about like Japan box office compared to US, like in the US, our box office, we have a much, much wider range. So it's normal to see a movie in a weekend hit something that high. But in Japan, like when an Avenger movie, for example, goes to Japan, they might make about twenty five million for the whole run.
1: So the fact that this hit forty five million in seventeen days is pretty crazy. Well, what's kind of crazy, the other numbers that you can kind of put into that is in the first three days of Your Name, Your Name only made one point two billion, and then what is it, Weathering with You? um was Mm -hmm. like less than that and so this is like the strongest opening they've ever had
0: oh that's crazy i actually did not know that i I know you mentioned something about it but i didn't know the exact numbers that is yeah that's impressive that's really impressive
1: well and then at the same time there's a that time i got reincarnated as a slime um its first three days it opened at 416 million so 416 million for a show that everybody knows um and sold 313,000 tickets. Literally this movie doubled that in ticket sales and then from 460 million to the what the uh the 6.8 or 6.2 billion. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think
0: that's super insane and we're both such huge fans of your name that I can't wait to check this film out.
1: Yeah, it's my favorite it's my favorite movie of all time right now still, so I'm hoping this movie can top it. So I don't know, it's our only like 10 out of 10
0: movie, I believe
1: yeah i i've been waiting to see something else that will top it and i i haven't i don't know why that movie draws me in so much but it's i don't know i really like it it's really really good that's why so okay now to dive into a little bit of sad
0: news before we get into some pokemon talk uh so talking about just geek culture in general a lot of people listening to the show probably are into more stuff than just anime so there are two big icons in just kind of like the nerd culture kind of Comic-Con arena. So first one, J- Jason David Frank has passed away at the age of 49. For those of you who don't know, recognize the name, he was Tommy. He was the Green Ranger, the White Ranger of Power Rangers during the first iteration. Mm-hmm. He also played a couple of Red Rangers, I believe the Turbo and the Xeno. And he also came back in the later installments as well. As, like, I think a Black Ranger and a Dino one. And as a mentor and others or guest appearances and stuff. And he was constantly at Comic-Cons. He was Mm -hmm. such a big, like, face for Power Rangers. And sadly, he has passed away at the age of 49. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I mean... I, I haven't done anything with Power Rangers since I was like, and I'm not knocking the franchise whatsoever. Uh, I haven't done anything since I was like 10 years old. I know we were like super hyped on it growing up. I mean, we're Power mm-hmm. Rangers for every single year. And that is the Power Ranger that we knew and grew up with. So for us, exactly. it is it is actually really sad because it's like, man, that was a face that we saw in our childhood. And it's like just it kind of, yeah, daily. And it gets it gets lost over the years. And then when you hear news like that, it's just like, Dang, like it does really make you feel like you're getting old. And that's yeah, kind of like that's a little that's a like a selfish way to think about it because in the whole community of like the the Power Rangers and stuff, there I mean it's one of the worst things that could probably happen. So
0: Oh, for sure. And I know there are like lifelong fans. There's comics of it. There's mm-hmm. um the other guy on our network, Zach, he's a Power Ranger fan. And I quit watching it a long time ago and then my kids got into it, so I watched a bunch of seasons with them just because You watch whatever your kids watch, basically. And I started following uh, Jason David Frank on TikTok and, like, social media a couple of years ago because his videos were always just so fun. Like, Mm -hmm. he has a really cool one with Stan Lee that he reposted up after Stan Lee died and stuff. And so it's pretty sad to see him go. The next one is Kevin Conroy. Uh, He passed away due to cancer. Again, don't recognize the name. You watch the 90s batman or the early 2000s justice league cartoons he was a voice of batman he was probably the most iconic voice of batman when i read a batman comic it's usually in his voice in my head mm.
1: yeah and I, i've probably never heard the voice but maybe if i oh you have
0: yeah. he was uh he was the old bruce wayne and batman beyond we used to watch that as kids any of the justice league cartoons it's it's been a while since we were kids, but yeah, <laughs> I, I know you've watched some of those with me back in the past. But he he definitely had that iconic voice because he was like uh, who was it? Mark Hamill. He was right. Mark Hamill was the Joker right. for that same series. So it's okay. like they were like really iconic voices. And then jumping back into an anime voice related death, the English voice actor Grant James has passed away as well and he was the voice of zeph in one piece the guy who trained uh, sanji and then also he was scars master in full metal alchemist brotherhood he also did many other shows and voices mm-hmm. i think he was in like fairy tale and a bunch of others
1: yeah that's kind of crazy a lot of people way too young so See, I mean- grant james is pretty old he, well he I'm, I'm saying real, i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. regardless of how the age it's still too young you know what i mean Like it, it could <laughs> never be so young. yeah because it's not like i don't know it's just it just doesn't feel like it'll ever happen and you that's just what i thought
0: about betty white for years
1: <laughs> and you just don't realize everybody's <laughs> mortal and it just it's it's eventually gonna happen and you just i don't know it, it really makes it i mean it's kind of like the actors in the movies and, you know, going back to like Paul Walker and stuff, like how crazy that was. And just like, you just think, wow, you like, what could have been at such a young age and stuff like that. Mm. So it's just, it makes you really like want to share some of these animes and their voice actors. And because anything happens, you know, like God forbid, you know, like Chris Sabat, the world of, you know, anime, yeah. you know, even Bryce, uh, that does, you know, Kirito and stuff like that. And Aaron Yeager, like how crazy would that be? Like, so just. I don't know. I know a lot of people hate dub anime, but it there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, for sure. I
0: think a lot of people just hate on it, just hate on it, honestly. Yeah. But uh, let's get away from the sad news. So Tyler threw in these next bits, which are really cool. So he threw in Pokemon Master 8 Tournament comes to an end and the whole world is happy with the results. <laughs> I mean, unless you live under a rock, you heard the results
1: yeah just the fact that like everything that they released in japan like they literally made it a like a worldwide celebration it was really really cool and if you watch that final episode with ash and leon like the animation is just magnificent it's like you wish that they could do this all the time but well, you, you know, know, it had to
0: have been a hefty budget to do that one scene. Yeah, thing. <laughs>
1: exactly. So, but it's really cool you you kind of get to the final fight with Pikachu and Charizard and you you get like the the old theme song comes on and so what the rumors are when the dub comes out, which the dub voices that's one that really does suck. I really don't like the dub voices. Um that they're going to play the original Pokémon song during that fight. So that that's like the rumors. That would be really really cool to see. So Super nostalgic. Oh my god, it's you can find so there is a clip where someone put over the the original um Pokemon theme song on this episode with the sub and it's it gives you chills. It really does. Oh yeah, Tyler made me watch it. It really does. <laughs> yeah, so
0: <laughs> so then the next bit Pokemon Scarlet and Violet this is the highest global sales level for any software on any Nintendo platform with the fir- within the first 3 days reached a record-breaking 10 million combined units sold 10 freaking million sold in three
1: days yeah i don't know how that like coordinates with like pre-release like everyone you know pre-ordering i guess um but that is uh ridiculous and to the people that haven't bought it and you're listening to like all the the hate because there's actually a lot of hate because the game is was it's not fully goofy. done. Yeah. It was not fully done. There's a lot of glitches. A lot of the raids mess up. You kill someone in a raid and it doesn't kill them. They get all their health back. It is very frustrating. But for the fact just in Pokemon play alone, it is probably the funnest Pokemon game I've played maybe since Soul Silver. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's super super fun to play. And the
0: open world aspect is probably what makes it so fun because you can be severely under level and go all the way to the highest, strongest area of the map and catch Pokemon still. They might (laughs) not listen
1: to you, but you can do it. And that's exactly
0: how Tyler won the game.
1: Go throw a quick (laughs) bot, a level 5 Lucario, when you're only level 30, and uh, you'll get through the game. (laughs) Yeah. But
0: it is. It's a ton of fun. The open world is freaking awesome. Even though the raids can be glitchy at times, they are fun to do. They made it even... uh, I feel like they've made it so much easier to... Change up abilities, natures, and IVs. That if you're one of those people that like like perfect IV Pokemon, you just hop into a five or six star raid, and you have a high chance of getting it. Like I think five yeah. star raids, on average, you're getting a perfect four or five IV Pokemon.
1: Well, and it seems like they have like three or four different ways that you can even like do shiny hunting and stuff like that. Like before it's like, you get the shiny charm, you get your odds down, you do the Masuda method through egg train or through like egg breeding. And no one wants to go through that stuff, but like now they made it to where like, you can like make these certain sandwiches that spawn more the, Mm -hmm. uh, of a certain type and shiny chances are higher and it's just way, it's so much better. And I've actually gotten a lot of shinies from it. Um, and Dustin's gonna work towards that. We'll we'll see Maybe. if he gets it. We'll see if he gets any more. <laughs>
0: if I get one to finally
1: work, I might do it more often.
0: But, but I did s- see that the best shiny method is a sandwich, fighting a horde, and having the shiny charm. It brings your odds to like one in five hundred.
1: Yeah, which is which is you should be able to get one pretty quick. I mean, it still sounds a little rough, but it, it's actually really really doable. A lot better um, than
0: four thousand.
1: The other thing is <laughs> this is one of the best storylines that we've ever had in a Pokemon game. It's it's three different storylines and they don't necessarily intertwine at all. But at the end of it, you just feel like you get a complete whole series. It's not like you have one path and you have one story and you're done. You have so many different objectives you can do and you can bounce in between them. And it's just it makes the game so. It makes a story feel three times better. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to like just do gyms and that's
0: it. And you're not interrupted in the middle of your gym run like in all the older games. It was like between gym seven and eight, you gotta fight the enemy team. You don't have to do that. You could literally just do the gyms, go to the elite four if that's mm-hmm. what you want.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: there are there is like an enemy storyline. There is like this other storyline, like they got three different ones. And you can pick and choose how you want to do it. You can even go out of order on the gyms if you really want. Although I don't really suggest it because it makes it kind of hard. Tyler managed to
1: make it work. I did not. Yeah. Well, and then even when you get done with the gyms and the storyline, even the post credit or the post game, you have to fight the gyms again. To It's part mm-hmm. of the story. And so you basically have 16 badges you got to get to do. Granted, the second half of the badges, like you don't have as much dialogue, so it makes it way faster but anyways if buy the game try it out i mean literally it could you could take weeks to you know get from badge to badge and you can just venture out like you really don't got to rush it it's a game that can literally last a couple years and i'm hoping they do patches and i'm hoping they do a bunch of stuff and dlc with it so we'll see where they take it um i mean a knock on the pokemon game is it is i mean it is like nintendo's biggest platform and the fact that they have this many glitches and they weren't ready uh niantic really needs to figure their crap out because we deserve a complete game and i know that's in a lot of people's opinions but other than that i can't complain too hard because i still enjoy it no and sometimes the glitches are really
0: funny you're like running around the map and then you see like a drift loon fly past your face at a thousand miles per hour for no reason.
1: Oh yeah. I tried to run into like a a, a hop it just because I was trying to do kind of this cheat. And I went to run into the it and it literally just went a thousand miles and ran away from me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what the hell just happened? So that that we have one more thing of news I think Dustin wants to cover and then we can get into our draft.
0: Yeah, I just thought this was a fun one. Dragon Ball Super Manga will resume with a new arc in it says in December, but you click into the article and it says that it'll be in the February 2023 issue of Shonen V-Jump, or Shusuna's V-Jump, or whatever. So they're coming back out with new arcs of Dragon Ball Super. it will feature Goten and Trunks as superheroes and will tell a prequel story for the Dragon Ball Super superhero film before moving on to an adaptation of the film itself. So it kind of looks like they're gonna adopt that film into the canon of the manga and it hasn't been done yet. They're gonna do a prequel, then they're gonna go into the movie and then onward from there. Thank God, because once this anime comes back out, it'll be so good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I still have yet to see the movie because I don't know why, honestly. Um, but I'm I'm definitely excited. I love super. Tyler told me I really needed to finish it because I was about eighty episodes behind or something, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I binged it in a week and a half, two weeks. Like it was so good. Yeah, it took you a while, but man, that tournament arc was uh, something else. Oh, that tournament arc was amazing. I that was so fun. There was like sixty some episodes of nothing but fights. I loved
1: it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we got a draft. We're not technically prepared for it, but this is our <laughs> draft of anime worlds you would not want to live in. So it doesn't necessarily mean they have to be the scariest. Um it could just be full of I don't know. Just things you do not like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe some people really don't like the worlds of waifus, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's definitely possible. So uh
0: Tyler, you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I will go first. Um I think So there's an obvious, there's a bunch of obvious ones, honestly. Um, I'm going to go, and a lot of these are going to be more mainstream, so that way you get everyone kind of knows what they are. We're not going to go into the depths of hell of random animes because there's some freaky freaking shows. Um, Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to start off with JJK. Okay. okay. I think that one would freaking suck. Um, I understand.
0: Yeah, the curses would definitely be freaky as all get out. Yeah, so I think that would be my number one pick. I mean oh man, I could definitely see that because like no not everyone can see their curses. So could you imagine just seeing like your buddy getting lifted in midair and ripped in half or something?
1: Yeah, and you don't know. It's it's like that uh oh when that lady at the register had that uh curse on her back and yeah. she just didn't know why she had back pain all the damn time. And then he you know he helps her and it's just like she doesn't know why. Yeah, it would suck, but like that's probably the easiest. She probably had it easier than anybody else. So, yep. So I'm going with
0: a super obvious one. Mm-hmm. Um, attack on Titan. Yeah, I, <laughs> I figured... don't want
1: naked giant baby men chasing and eating me. So <laughs> I figured that was going to be number. I should have probably picked that one. That's a good pick. Can't go off of that. If it doesn't go number one, you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. It's just that, that would be too freaky. Like I'm, I'm not having
0: giants chase me and try to eat me for dinner. Like I, I just, know. I don't want that life.
1: Yeah. Um. Second pick. I think I'm just going to go promise Neverland. Okay. That's um, a good one. The world of promise Neverland. I, I mean, if you can even make it past being a child, <laughs> is <laughs> well, if you're
0: born on the wrong side of the world, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is, is pretty damn crazy. So that one, I feel, I mean, don't knock on me just cause season two sucks. It still means it'd be scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean the manga I'm sure is pretty scary still yeah oh gosh okay so i'm not prepared for this let's see i will do i'll do tokyo ghoul
1: okay
0: that was because there is some psychopaths in that flipping show you know Mm -hmm. like you have a ghoul that literally just captures people and tortures them until they flip and go crazy and their hair turns white i don't know why that's a thing but no Uh, does that actually happen what Like, would your like hair ever turn white just from being scared to death? Like, is that actually a thing? Like, I I need a scientist
1: to email the show and tell us. I don't know. I got off my flight from Vegas and I swear to God, I had three more gray hairs than what I had before. So I I believe it. (laughs) I I believe it. So um, my next one, I'm actually going to take a page from your book. Uh, Speaking of psycho, I don't think you had this on your head because you were not prepared. I'm going to pick psychopaths. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) The daily life of living in psychopaths would be ridiculously terrible.
0: Oh, I don't know how people don't just like register on their the psychopaths meter just from being in fear of registering on the psychopath meter.
1: Yeah, That would so be so difficult. I, I had a feeling you would not think of that in your in your top five, but I wanted to mm-hmm. put it high because I knew you would regret it. I, I already regret it because that is a very good pick, actually. Dang. Okay.
0: Um
1: I'm gonna go. I got to pick this one because it just keeps popping in my head. Dead Man Wonderland. OK, well, I thought you were going to say something and that almost scared my next pick. So I get it, it, it that bloody gory. That sucks. Um, yeah. People will probably watch that show, but it, it's good. But it's, it's really a very creepy. Show. It's really creepy.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I guess the world's only bad if you go to prison, but still <laughs> like yeah. the, the, the main character didn't deserve. It. He was framed and had to go and like, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to know.
1: Yeah. All right, Tyler, what's, what's your next one then that I, you, I, I, I'm going to pick maybe an easier one. You might not think it'd be scary, but the, the constant fear of having someone control your life and you never know when it's going to end would be mentally so frustrating. It would, it, it would ruin you. Uh, death note. Ah, uh, okay. okay. the The fear of any time, anything can happen, and you literally don't know. It's I, I feel like that, Be it's just scary, just mentally scary. Okay, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah, just
0: like some, any way, anywhere, you could just fall over and mm-hmm. flip and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be freaky. Okay, so man, this list is looking pretty good. I got to think of another still. Um, I don't even know how I'm gonna think of two off the top of my head. You know, I'm gonna go with one Digimon. It's Digimon, huh? Digimon, yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you seen the newer Digimon?
1: No, you went there's Digimon, like giant honest.
0: Digimon, like wrecking buildings and kill, like people are dying. Like, that'd be freaky as hell. Or can you imagine getting sucked into the Digimon world? Like, I know it's like uh, when we were kids, it was more of a kid show, but still, like, the main
1: villain literally looked like a devil. Yeah yeah i'm going I, digimon i mean i'd bet i mean i'd be more scared of like teletubbies but uh, uh i it's not anime I
0: watched, I watched the tiktok recently and it was like what it would be like to really live in the world of pokemon and The dude's like i can't even go outside my flipping house because there's a electric pikachu that's gonna kill me if i step in the grass yeah. i haven't mowed my lawn in two years because i can't <laughs>
1: so we do know that there's like a lot of probably honorable mentions like um i know we each got what one more pick left i mean you yes. could pick i'm gonna kind of ruin some so that way you can't i mean you could pick stuff like demon slayer would be pretty scary um uh blue exorcist would be kind of scary man i feel dumb for picking digimon right now already. i know i <laughs> i hope you do um i'm gonna go with one i haven't seen so i'm hoping this is a good pick uh a good yeah. kill uh yeah, that one's
0: not a bad pick. Because basically, unless you're like royalty, you're royally screwed. Okay.
1: So I so was thinking I, Yeah, that, that's not bad. I, from when from when I've heard you talk and a lot of characters die and a lot of things happen, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a whim and see if that happens. Yeah. So. yeah, I think that one fits pretty good because like like if you're not the
0: royal family or from the capital, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty risky, and it, there's definitely some scary crap that could happen. It's yeah, definitely um, jacked up.
1: My my big honorable mention is probably food wars. Um, I would not want to <laughs> be in that world. <laughs> what? You don't want to <laughs> have random food gasms? I don't want to see people have random food ag- orgasms. Just no. I, no, no, that's not not what I want to see. So, <laughs> so hopefully you can come with one more to kind of finish our draft out. Oh,
0: oh gosh, okay, mm-hmm. um trying to think of shows i've watched recently maybe and nothing is really coming to mind honestly
1: <laughs> nothing coming to mind i could try uh, to go oh, like crunchy oh
0: goblin slayer goblin slayer i okay, would hate I, to live in the world of goblin slayer okay i have not watched that um yeah it might be a little graphic but it's a world where goblins literally uh capture women to take them and uh make sweet nothings to them personally. oh yeah hmm. it's it's very dark and there's also all sorts of other monsters and all these other crap like it's it is a pretty dark anime like i watched the first episode and i'm like what the crap am i watching like it it got dark fast
1: really yeah yeah and it, I, huh it just it was
0: definitely one of those animes that like i started watching it and i thought it was gonna be like a fun like sword art style and it was not
1: right yeah um i don't know another one could be i mean the recently new chainsaw man yeah that one would be pretty bad too but besides that that is kind of our draft so my five is jjk promised neverland Psychopass, death note and then Akami. commie so
0: yeah, my list is <laughs> t-
1: attack on titan
0: tokyo ghoul dead man wonderland digimon and Goblin
1: Slayer. you you lose for just putting digimon in there i don't (laughs) think
0: i i think digimon is scarier than you give it credit
1: no i just oh another one
0: that would have been good would have been like parasite
1: i know uh parasite was was one i saw that would be freaking i choose that instead of digimon no you've already made your list so sucks to suck you heard it
0: everyone i changed it to parasite no all right anyway going to the review it's tyler's
1: turn to the review. I gotta do the review. Yeah, it's your show. Alright, alright. So Shadow House. Um it is a two season show. Uh, the plot is in grandiose and dark mansion in grandiose and dark mansion. The what did did Jesus, the denizens of the Shadow House live attended by their living doll partners who endlessly clean the suit their masters emit. Emiliaco... A young and cheerful living doll is delighted to start serving her mistress, Kate. Yep. That was not a very good synopsis. I just copied and pasted it off of Google. You could have had so much more in there.
0: <laughs> oh, I know, I could have, but we also did this very last second, so yeah. I just copied and pasted. So yeah. that's what you get if you like. You're needing it, you can expand more on what it's about.
1: Uh, basically, you get this. It's it's a shadow house. It's basically just think of it like a. Uh, boarding school that's kind of how i kind of thought of it as um you kind of get these shadows uh these people you don't know exactly what they are but they're literally just like they're all black with clothes they're covered in soot um and it's called the shadow house and basically every shadow has uh a doll and the doll looks is basically their looks it shows their emotions their looks everything who they are And the dolls aren't supposed to talk. And the only thing they're supposed to do is make sure that they clean, you know, their rooms, clean the houses, clean everything. And basically live and die for these shadows. Later, you kind of find out they're not just living dolls. They are actually children that were offered to the shadow house. And so what that does is the shadows look exactly they're supposed to look like take shape of exactly who their living doll is but you're wondering okay these these dolls have all these emotions all these feelings all these separate kind of lives inside their heads and they finally realizing that they are actually real people it's just kind of you get the storyline of what they got to do to either try to escape or find out the meaning behind it definitely does give you promised neverland vibes um that there's a secret being held um They kind of basically these these shadows have rankings in their house and every floor that you go up um you're a kind of a higher rank and so these kids are all kind of being tested throughout this first season and what's going on is it's either you fail and you i don't know exactly if they want to say kill you or they get rid of you um or you move up into the house and so it's a very good show I do say season one is really good. Season two got a little boring because it kind of repeated itself a lot. Um, it was very yeah, repetitive. It, it, it was a little bit repetitive, but it is. I, I blew through this first season pretty, pretty quick. I know you were a lot faster than I was. Um, yeah,
0: um, I, I definitely really enjoyed both seasons, but I get what you say about season two. and But I also really liked the way the story progressed in season two as well.
1: Yeah, they no, found, it I feel
0: like they found out less in season two than they did in mm-hmm. season one. Like they definitely caught on and learned more in that first season, but season two definitely still had some like, oh crap moments that were really cool.
1: What it felt like is when season one ended, it felt like, oh my God, we have kind of a good story to go off of. Let's let it, let's draw it out a little while so we can make more seasons. And they just yeah. kind of almost season two felt like, at least in the beginning of it, it felt more like a filler, um. There's just a lot of a lot of the same things kind of happen. There's some good characters. Uh, Master John is probably uh, yeah, he's great. one of one of my favorites. He's <laughs> so cool. And it turns out like the soot, so it kind of has like a mind of its own. It kind of can like there's these soot creatures. There's um, the soot. These Shadow House basically they're testing them and they have these powers and a lot of them can do different kind of things. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to see. What they can do, like Master John has, like this powerful, powerful, powerful attack, which is really, really cool to see. Um, And the other thing that we didn't mention is every shadow has a name, and their living doll has a name that rhymes with that name. But the only one that doesn't is Kate, and Kate is kind of the main character of the shadow. And then Amelia Co is her living doll, and they're the only ones that have separate names. Is because Kate wants Amelia Co to have her own life mm-hmm. and so what goes on is kate is trying to figure out why Amelia co is here why are they stuck here and basically they become friends even though these living dolls are treated like crap yeah so, yeah
0: and going back to the names the names are so funny sometimes because you got john and sean yeah and then you got Mary Rose and Rose Mary <laughs> like yeah they they all just play off of like the name they either rhyme or it's like the exact same name just flipped or something stupid.
1: Yeah, so um it is a really good show. I think it is worth the watch. Um season 2 like I said was a little drawn out for me a little bit, but I think it still deserves pretty good recognition. Um, yeah, I definitely think else? so.
0: Um like you said this gives you Promised Neverland vibes and I will say season 2 wasn't a disappointment like Promised Neverland season two. Like, right? It was. You still good. have more story to go. They didn't rush the ending; they drew it out, which kind of was a little like eh. But we still got more to come, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here.
1: Yeah. So with that, I mean, I don't think you have any more to say, I think nope. I kind of, I kind of touched the the plot pretty well there. I believe. Um, I would probably give this, I don't know, an eight, eight and a half. Yeah, I was saying about a seven and a half. Were you, okay? um, i I give eight because it was such a good season one, um, okay, but other than that, I don't think I'd go any higher because i I got a little bored of it going into season two, yeah, i'll I'm good with eight. I'm good
0: with an eight out of ten because it's it definitely more enjoyable than stuff like Tower of God and stuff. And I was around that seven, seven and a half range. I could easily <laughs> go up to an eight because I am looking forward to a third season, so yeah, so.
1: I don't mind that. Um, I don't know exactly. The only thing that I don't know is I don't really know what I want the future to hold for it. Um I'm mm-hmm. kind of just not really thinking about it. I kind of just I'll watch it when it comes out. Right. So, just along for the ride, don't really have any expectations. Yeah, it's not like something where like when engaged kiss come out, I'm just recommending it to people left and right. <laughs> this one, it's like if you catch it and you I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you should try it out. It's not too bad.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Yeah, that does it for our review then and does it for this episode. We will talk to you all in two weeks' time with our review of Classroom of the Elite Season 2. Season 1 and 2, basically. So thank you for listening. Check us out on our social medias, Twitter and Instagram. Tyler is very, very talkative on our chats in Instagram. (laughs) Um, I'm more active in Twitter. So hit us up. let Let us know what you think and what you would like to see out of future episodes.
1: Yeah. I appreciate you for listening and taking your time through the holiday months. So hope to see you next, next time. Peace out.